Whopper, whopper, double whopper, triple whopper. With the bacon, lettuce, check it, confirm it's the price. Bro, it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. And yet that song is still going time. through my head. So do you think there's a possibility that Rihanna opens with this at the halftime show? I do not, but I am somewhat concerned that they <laughs> bought like 30 ads and like every other commercial is going to be a Whopper commercial and I might have to turn the fucking TV off. Uh, yeah, actually, they might, man. I didn't think of that because for a while it was on repeat. So I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised because, of course, you know, that commercial just brought in millions of business. Just such a catchy jingle. So I'd, I'd expect them to take it to the next level when we get a new ballot for a Super Bowl commercial, a new ballot. I can't wait. I can. I can wait. I can wait. <laughs> But it's been a while. How you doing, man? What's new? Yeah, yeah it has been a while, man. Um, I don't know, man. Life, you know, life has uh, been happening left and right. But what are you going to do? You just roll with the fucking punches, bro. Roll with the punches. I, uh, I've had a very quiet start to the month from a betting perspective. I've tried to exercise some restraint. I've tried to exercise some discipline, as I spoke about in the beginning of the year, my resolutions. And I'm pretty damn proud of myself. I'm pretty goddamn proud of myself. Um, so nothing new to report, man. I am sipping on the Angels MV Rye because you know what? Um, not only is it one of my all-time favorite uh, ryes out there on the market, but also, dude, last week I sent you a text message. Angels Envy, that they came out with this. I didn't even know how long it's been around, man. But it's the um, what is it? A cask strength version of their original bourbon so higher proof uh i'm very into it i haven't cracked it yet but uh i think that is gonna fill the decanter that's what i'm thinking man very nice very nice sir very nice what do you got going on i went back to old faithful it's been a hell of a week uh wife is sick son is sick work is an absolute kicking my ass so uh whistle big yeah big tenure gotta go back to it uh it's good smooth and gets me drunk I think that's that's this was good about all reliable, you know. When you need it most, you know it's going to be there to perform. It's all reliable. So, yeah, uh, you know, we'll talk about the NFL Super Bowl we got coming up here, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, two eighty four UFC. I got mixed thoughts on it. I'm excited to watch it. Betting, we'll see. We'll break it down and see yeah. if we can find any spots here. Yeah, not a bet. You know what? I I think I came out hating on this card. I'm not sure. Maybe you got me into that, but it's not the main card. Not all that bad, JB. Not all that bad at all. We'll see. We'll see. So, uh, before we get into a couple things, can't count it because there's no way to track it, but uh, your boy was on a heater down at the Atlantis in the Bahamas, my friend. Oh, uh, I didn't even I didn't even know about this, dude. How'd you do Oh, yeah. Uh, let's just say very positive, but unfortunately, there's no way to track it unless I just start taking pictures <laughs> of like chips and stuff. So, we're going to call it a zero because uh, I can't track it. Sports betting was a loss. I probably lost about 0.5 units, I think, all in. Had a hot, hot college basketball, but then kind of blew it all the following day. But uh, Blackjack yeah. and Craps, man, heaters. Heaters, yeah. bro. All right, all right. So yeah. you use that to break even, I'm assuming? Oh, yeah. No, that no, that, that made it a very positive trip for your boy. That made it all a right. very positive trip for your boy. But, uh, Got it. Um, how am Got I going to prove that I went on a heater from Craps unless you were sitting right next to me, unfortunately? Um so, uh, what are you going to do? That's what, JB, that's what happens when you go off the grid, when you gamble off the grid now because everything's on the grid now. It's risky. You're either going to wish you were on the grid or just be thankful that everything was off the grid. And it's very risky. 
But, you know, as long as you enjoyed it, isn't that what, that's all that should matter, right? All I was saying is I we uh, took a car to the airport and on the way there we did pass a Burger King and I screamed "fuck you" for no reason and we kept on driving. So that see that commercial is in your it, it's in your head, bro. It's in yeah. your head, it really no, is. It owns rental space. It owns rental space. <laughs> uh, so what else do you have to talk about? Oh, I don't know. The greatest quarterback of all time has announced his retirement. Okay. Yeah. Get his yeah, second. He has. He has. Yeah. He second has. retirement. Not great. Second retirement. Not the way. I wanted him to go out by any stretch of the imagination. Right. Um, Seven-time Super Bowl champion. Like okay, I dude, no doubt, no doubt about it. Like, see, you know what? And this does suck, man. Because you know what? You when you put this slide up, I was immediately just kind of like, ah, he's gonna regret this the rest of his life. How anticlimactic for one of the best players of all time, the best quarterback of all time. You know, that was my first reaction. And I feel bad about it because I bet a lot of people are going to have that same reaction. Most people will, right? And it's not deserved given this man's career. I will admit that. He, uh, again, the whole retire, unretire, not a fan of it. So did lose a little points to me for there. Didn't have a great season. People forget last season. He could have won MVP, in my opinion, this last season. No, he didn't win the Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. but he could have won MVP with the stats. And the year before that, he did win the Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, Um, yeah. I am shocked. I am shocked he retired. I swore he was going to the fucking Vegas Raiders. So um, I think this is going to make a lot of other quarterbacks very overpaid. Um, The Derek Carrs of the world, um, those types of quarterbacks, Jimmy Garoppolo's with Tom Brady off the market. There's a couple teams that I think we're going to make a play for him that now kind of have to scramble a little bit. Um so it's going to be interesting offseason. Yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I, so, so, so you're thinking is the logic like uh, they're desperate, so they're going to pay more than they should for these middle of the road type guys? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right. What do you think is going through his head though? Brady, got to be regret, man. Got to be. Maybe I don't know. I mean, seven Super Bowls. Yeah, we're banging a supermodel. You know, you got like a fucking $375 million deal to go talk football. That's more than you made in your entire career. You're living with regrets wow. at that point. Wow. I, Come I on. Would... Tell, what was it? Tell me more about that. I didn't know about that. There were some stats. So he made like $333 million throughout his entire NFL career. His deal with Fox, which I believe is like a five or seven year deal, is $375 million. <laughs> damn. Damn. But hey, you and me both know, man. I, the dude's a gamer. He's a, he is a competitive motherfucker, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think he's looking forward to the come. Actually, he might be. He loves the sport of football. He's a, yeah, actually, I take that back, man. Football is his life. So if he can make another few hundred million being involved in the sport, all the power to him. For those that are Tom Brady uh, fans like myself, and I use the term lightly, it's probably more so than a fan, but um, yeah, absolutely. his podcast, Let's Go, was the most recent episode. Um, Peyton Manning, uh, Bill Belichick, Rob Gronkowski all on it. It's a tearjerker if you want to almost cry as a grown man, I'm not going to lie. Oh, Bill wow. Belichick calling him like the greatest player of all time and Brady getting choked <laughs> up is pulling on my heartstrings a little bit. Um, <laughs> oh, to the God, people, I can imagine. <laughs> To the people who dislike Tom Brady, you're nothing but a hater. Um, to Patriots fans who thinks he's a traitor, 
The man gave you six Super Bowls in 20 years of life. You cannot call him a traitor. He wanted to go out on his own, and there's nothing wrong with that. So I, the I Eagles. Think, go ahead, hold go ahead. on, hold on, hold on, man. I mean, like, okay, so for, for the people who don't like Tom Brady, not the Pats fans, just people in general, you're not a fan of football. That's that can be said with with confidence, right? Correct. And Correct. And, and that said, I I can't relate to you. I don't want to have conversations with you about football. You're not a fan of football. Mm-hmm. But the second category of people, you gotta, dude. How what percentage of people are Pats fans that have that reaction to Brady and call him a traitor? Get be be honest. What percentage of fans do you think? The, the, no, there's a lot more than you think. I'd probably call it close to twenty percent, twenty five percent of Patriots fans are do not you? like Tom Brady anymore. Fucking kidding me. What? Because, at, because he didn't finish his career with in, in New England. He's yep. a traitor who I hate now. Yes. And you add that in the is... factor, he lured Rob Gronkowski down to Tampa, and he won a Super Bowl with another team, and he beat the Patriots in their own house. Yeah, he fucking did because he's the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah, I, this is like eight, eight-year-old shit, man. That emotional reaction is like, again, you don't understand football. You don't appreciate that we have been fucking graced to be in the presence of an athlete of this caliber. We have been so fucking lucky, our home team, to be watching this guy go out there and compete. So fucking lucky. And if you have anything but that reaction, you just not – you don't appreciate it. You, you, you're not a fan. You're something else. I don't know, man. Last thing I'll say is – um. We're probably never going to see this again. As much as no the way. media wants to say, oh, if Patrick Mahomes wins this Super Bowl, is he going to chase Tom Brady? That would be his <laughs> second fucking Super Bowl. Nobody's saying that, dude. So, like, Nobody's oh, no, it was on ESPN that. all week. Trust me. It was on ESPN all <laughs> fucking week. And I sat here screaming at my TV. I'd be like, you know what? Let me watch ESPN for a solid five minutes, take a break from work. And then I got more angry watching that and had to go back to work. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I we're never going to see anything like it. We're never nope. going to see anything like it again. Greatest of all time. Speaking of Patrick Mahomes in those Philadelphia Eagles, the Super oh, Bowl. Yeah. It's a great Super game, Bowl. bro. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm not rooting for a team. So the Eagles yeah. are minus one and a half with the over under 51. I think yeah. the spread is probably right. I think it's probably a pick em, but yep. the Eagles were the better regular season team. No doubt about it. So you give them the edge because they've played better longer. Um, I really like the over. Really, really, really like the over. I do think this could be points in the Super Bowl, but besides that, it's going to be a couple prop plays for me. I'm not taking a side here other than the over. What about you? Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually the same. I feel the same way. It should be a pick em. The one thing I'll say is, you know me, man. I was high on the Eagles all season, dude. All season. I think, uh, I don't know. Towards the end, I, I think... <sighs> There's a couple of things that bother me about the Eagles, man. Um, one is, so Jalen Hurts has just had an unbelievable year, huge step up for him, and it's it's great to see, right? But he is still showing signs that he's not quite there in terms of slanging the rock, you know, being a quarterback that's going to get you the ball. Um, lately, the A.J. Brown-Jalen Hurts combination has not been what I thought it would be for, for you know, many games now. Um there, it's I'm getting flashbacks to the friggin' to the Titans, man. When AJ Brown was on there and he was on a run heavy offense. At times, the Eagles look like a run heavy offense with Miles Sanders, Gainwell, and Boston Scott, and Jalen Hurts likes to run himself. So, um, I I don't know what it is, man. I don't know what it is. I, it's almost like uh, they make it to the to the big game, and I'm gonna turn on him here, and I feel horrible about that. 
But I think the Eagles, the offense looks human. All right? I think it looks human. And when you look at the Chiefs offense, if Mahomes truly is recovered from that ankle, we know what that offense can do. So to your point, JB, the over, it's tempting, man. It's really tempting at 50. You know, it really is. Uh, I'm not going to pick a side here. Um, I'm not going to bet on a side. I'm going to say that. But to be honest, JB, if I were to pick, gun to my head, oh, it hurts to say it. I got to turn on my team here. Got to pick the Chiefs. They've been in these spots. They've been in these games. Mahomes is Mahomes is the real deal. We've had conversations about Mahomes. He's a great right? quarterback. We, He's a great quarterback. Unbelievable talent and skill. Great quarterback. A threat for any defense. Is he a leader? No. I don't think I don't think his team looks at, I I look I I don't think he is uh he's got those leadership qualities that move a locker room, that move a team down the field on that last drive. I just I I don't believe that. But I still think, man, Chiefs coming in as dogs, even slight dogs into the bowl. Uh, I I don't know, man. They're gonna bring it. They're gonna bring it. And I don't know if the Eagles are gonna be able to hang. I don't know if their off offense is gonna be able to go to toe-to-toe with Mahomes and the gang. So look. I'm looking at some ridiculous props. I'm looking at some same game parlays. I am surprised that the purple Gatorade is plus seven fifty. Why don't we get that on the ticker, huh? What do you feel about? How do you feel about purple, JB? Not gonna happen, bro. It's oh, it's always like lime or orange, bro. Orange plus three hundred. I think yellow lime was like plus one fifty. Yeah, come on. Bro. I don't know, bro. Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna be eyeing some props. I actually. Um, same game parlay that I actually do like quite a bit. Uh, I'm going to be taking over 42 and a half. I feel extremely comfortable about that. I'm going to parlay that with Kenneth Gainwell getting three plus receptions. I let that, I mean, that's a that's money in the bank, man. He's the third down back. They're always tossing him either a screen or dishing it out to him. The pressure is on. So three plus receptions. I, that was like, like plus 145. I'll take that. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs plus seven and a half. Alternate spread, feel great about it. Boston Scott, 10-plus alternate rushing yards. 10-plus yards. Come on, man. Of course he's going to get that. He can get that on three carries. And then uh, finally, Jalen Hurts has a pass. Longest passing yard, uh, 35 yards plus. I feel really good about that. Plus 1,300. JB, throw a half a unit on that sucker. I feel really good about it. I like it. Um See, I'm a little upset on DraftKings. You currently can't bet the over/under on the national anthem, so um, probably have to go like straight up DJ and find a book that'll take that because that's a favorite bet of mine. I uh, will. Do you, be know, hey, the- do you know? Do you know who's singing it? I don't. I don't even care. Neither, you always take, do. You always no. take the over, bro. You always take the over. <laughs> this is this person's like three minutes of fame. They're gonna fucking stretch their vocal cords to the max. You always take the over. <laughs> Dude, um, I've never seen a degenerate in my life watching a game with him getting amped up about the over on the national anthem. That's actually hilarious. Oh, dude, it's great with the iPhone until you start the clock. You're just sitting there like, come on, baby. Keep it going. <laughs> Hold that note. Hold that's that fucking it, note. That's as bad as it gets, man, especially if you're at like a Super Bowl party with other human beings, like normal yeah. human beings. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, heads, tails. I'm going heads this year. Feeling, feeling Ooh, I was strong. thinking tails. I was thinking okay. tails, man. They're not juicing it. It's plus 100, plus 100 on either side. Normally, it's a minus 110 on each side. So, okay. All right. Interesting. Interesting. Um, <laughs> what I am looking at is Travis Kelsey, two plus touchdowns, plus 500. AJ Brown, um, two plus touchdowns, plus 700. 
I'm going to warn you to stay far away from A.J. Brown. I'm going to tell you that right now. I think he's going to have a breakout game, man. I think he's upset. I think he's going to play with some emotion. Uh, Okay, yeah. look, there's a possibility of that, of course. But I'm going to say nay for two reasons. One, he has not shown that consistently this year. He hasn't. Two, that's going to rely on your quarterback dropping back and slinging the ball, dude, slinging darts. And then I I just – I don't think Jalen Hurts is there. He's not. He's shown signs of it, but hasn't done it consistently. So for those two reasons, better off with Kelsey, man. But I'll tell you, any any bit like that, you're lucky to get in the end zone once, man. If you're the Eagles D, you know who he's throwing it to. You know what I mean? But, hey, do you, brother. Do you. First TD scorer, Travis Kelsey, plus 700. Jalen Hurts, plus 700. Feel like they get down to the goal line and he runs a little bootleg play and uh, sneaks in there. Not not out of the realm of possibilities. No. Clyde not. Edwards Hilaire plus 3,000 first TD score. <laughs> just got off the IR, bro. He just sneaks okay. in there right down, man. Come on. Um, oh, isn't that interesting? Plus 3,000, did you say? First first TD score, yeah. He's plus 550 for any time, but uh, first but TD first plus 3,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you been tracking any of the practice uh, updates? Is he actually out there? I have not. I've actually tried to rationalize this isn't a real Super Bowl because I fucking hate both these teams. So I have not <laughs> done any tape research whatsoever. <laughs> you and I feel very different. I think this is a hell of a game, man. What do you mean? It's, it's going to be a hell Super of a game. Bowl. I just hate these fucking like. If Mahomes wins, his brother and wife are going to be the most annoying fucking people for the next <laughs> like know. fucking six Dude. months. And like, with the exception of. An Eagles fan who may or may not listen to this show. I don't want Philly to have another fucking sports championship. Okay. Yeah. So fair enough. you know, fair enough. I, like, can it end in a tie? All if right. Everyone look, loses. <laughs> I get. I get it, dude. I get it. Look, you always go to Mahomes' brother immediately. Yeah, I, I like Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Is his wife. His, his wife is actually worse. His wife is actually worse than his brother. His wife is I the have, most obnoxious but... woman. What's her deal? Give me an example. I've seen enough of the brother. I don't think I've seen much of the wife. Oh, she just is screaming obnoxiously. She's I just just look her up on Instagram after this and you'll understand her videos after they win games. She's so obnoxious. Uh, is it, I mean, look, her, her husband's uh, star quarterback on a national football team. Is it anything worse than just getting a little excited and emotional and cheering him on? Yeah. Okay, sure. All right, whatever. And I hear you on Philly. I really don't like to see them win anything. But, but, I like their team. I like the players on the team. I do like Hurts. I like A.J. Brown. I like Devonta Smith. I like Miles Sanders. I, I like their team. I do. Uh, so I got a question for you. Yeah. Will there be an octopus in this game? <laughs> Is that a prop? Uh, it's a prop at plus 1,400, my friend. Oh, man. So, that, I find that strange, JB, because you could certainly influence that. Do you know what an octopus is? Yeah. It's like in the NHL when they throw the octopus on the ice. No, they no. Throw on the <laughs> octopus bet in football is when the same person who scores a touchdown also catches a two-point conversion after following that. Eight points by the same person. Whoa. I didn't know there was an octopus, bro. <laughs> I didn't know there was an octopus. I really, I swear I wasn't trying to be funny. I thought someone would throw an octopus in the field. They do it in <laughs> hockey, dude. I, I, you can right. influence that. Yeah, we buy a Super Bowl ticket, fly to Arizona, throw an octopus on the field. What my All bet? Right. I th- yeah, I think, I think that comment uh, made you realize I have no idea what that is in the football context. Um, well, that's interesting. Plus what? 1,400, you said? 1,400. 
Yeah. How about a little Kelsey TD followed by a Kelsey conversion? Maybe A.J. Brown catches that bomb and then does a quick slant for the conversion. That's interesting. Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, but, you know, I don't think that's – I don't think it's juiced up enough, man. I, at plus 1,400 should be more than that. What about a Scorigami? All right, look. Now, I, I don't know what these things – should I know what that is? I mean, probably not. So a Scorigami <laughs> is the final score is a score that has never happened before in the NFL. Hmm. Wait, hold on. Did you just say in the NFL, like in the NFL history? Yes. That's got to be this – what is that? Plus eighty thousand, uh, two thousand. Why? Why is it only that low in the entire history of the NFL regular season and playoffs? Yes. I just think that's stupid. I think it's stupid. It's basically <laughs> no. You're right. Saying, it is stupid. It is stupid. Yeah, yeah, it's saying fuck history and all the value and wisdom that history can bring. Fuck it. I'm just gonna throw my money in the trash and light it on fire. That's what that says to me. Yep, you can bet the other side of it and say there will not be a scoregami at minus 10,000. Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, man. I swear to God, so they just put these lines out to just humor us. Like, who actually takes that? In any like, who's way, betting $10,000 to win 100? <laughs> and being like, ha got it. <laughs> oh, my God, that's terrible. Well, I, I learned something new today. I didn't know about that. Scoregami. You got anything else for me? That's all I got for now. I didn't do as much research as I should have. Oh, those two bets. <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. This is a good main and co-main, JB. I don't care what you say. All right. So with that, I'm going to let you take the lead on these fights. And I'll right. dive in with my thoughts here and there. But, uh, all right. You know, we'll start off with you. Oh, shit. What did I do here? Did I fuck this so up? So we, uh, we got the main. Uh, we got the main. We can go main first. We can go prelims. I don't even have the, I don't even have the prelims on here. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, dude, I, I, the early prelims and the prelims, they, right. they do suck. They do suck. So let's let's break this shit down. So on the banner, we got a prelim fight, but we're looking at the main card. So I can go so just, either just, way. Just run through the prelims quickly because I don't think any of us have a play on the prelims. Do you have a play on this or not? Well, we can talk. Hey, let me, uh, let me talk about this one. So we got Zubaira. Look, <laughs> Tukugov versus Elvis Brenner. Now. I think it's Elves. I think that's how you pronounce it. Elves Brenner, plus 440. You know where this dude does his work? You know what Jimmy's part of? Shoot the box with Charles Oliveira, all right? Mm -hmm. all right? I mean, look, these guys are savages. These guys are animals. And to disrespect him at plus 440, man, that's going to be tempting. Look, I don't know anything about the guy. I know nothing about him. In fact, it's his first fight in the UFC. So Oliveira's boy... Flying over to Australia, trains with savages at plus four forty. Come on, and I know Tagugov is is a he's a good he's a good Russian fighter. He is he's he's good, and I think that's why the line has gotten out of control. But if you're looking for a dog, hey, why not roll the dice, flip the coin, take a shot in your boy Elves Brenner? And I, I'm not saying I'm gonna, but I don't know. I'm interested. But let's move on because come on, we don't gotta force ourselves to throw money around the first prelim fight. We were guilty of that too much. Last thing I'll say, maybe take Elves Brenner by sub. What is what is that? What is that? I don't know, but I like it. You know why I want to take him? It's because the other guy lost to Hakeem. And I'm not oh, Hakeem a... Dewadu. He did. He lost to mean Hakeem, bro. So, uh, what do we got here? Elves by submission plus a thousand. 
Dude, a little sprinkle. Dude, a little sprinkle. I'm just saying, I, it's absolutely worth a sprinkle. You know, if you uh, never mind this first fight of the uh, prelims, regardless of what I just said, that is worth the sprinkle plus a thousand. Come on. All right, uh, Blake Builder versus Shane Young. I don't get much on this. Sugar Shane, he's a Kiwi from New Zealand. He's had a couple fights in the UFC. He got KO'd by. Yeah, boy, Ludovic Klein, uh, no harm in that. He lost after that to Omar Morales. So he's looking for a dub. He's looking for a W. I, I don't I, I don't think much of this fight, really. You got Blake as a slight dog. The dude is ripped, but uh, he's just coming off a contender series win. So unproven. This is an example of a fight I'm not going to get involved in. Second prelim fight. I don't know. You got anything on this? I don't. I'm more concerned about what you think Ludovic Klein's my boy, but we, we'll, we'll move on. We'll move on. I call, I call him my boy. I love Ludovic <laughs> Klein. Love me some Ludovic Klein. Just like I love me some Luma Lickbobi, dude. I like watching her fight. Uh, she's uh, She's been fighting. So that was a crazy stat, bro. She was super young when she started training uh, MMA. Might even have been single digits, dude. I got to look that up. But great striker. Uh, not the not the biggest of girls for sure, but her Muay Thai is really good. And at minus three fifteen, that's too steep. I believe she still hasn't fought real competition. In my opinion, neither is Elise Reed. Therefore, ah, yeah, it's women's MMA. I'd love to take Luma. Maybe I'll find a way to sneak her into a parlay. But minus three fifteen, get get out of here. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. I want to take Elise based off women's science, but I'm not yeah. going to do it. So this is a pass for me as well. It's a good women's science fight, yeah. Uh, Jack Jenkins and Don Shane is uh, Jack Jenkins. He's a local Aussie. Um, you know, again, coming off a contender series KO, so unproven on the big stage. So the line is is kind of strange, uh, in my opinion. Um, Don Shane is nicknamed Shameless, which is it's not that creative, but that's his name. Uh, Got choked out by Sadiq Youssef. No, no shame in that, which is why he must be called shameless. That's 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 ah, it's terrible. It's terrible. But that was his first fight in the UFC, JB. So if you go against Sadiq Youssef as in your first fight in the UFC and you get choked out eh, in the first round pretty quickly, um, I'm going to give you another shot. I'm going to give you another chance. I'm going to give you another opportunity here. So you're going against Jack Jenkins. Uh, I don't know. You're a plus 280 dog. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm not going to bet this fight. Get, get, I don't know. You going to take on that? Small play on Shameless, potentially, only because he's a dog, to your point. The other guy is a contender series guy. He's not actually won in the UFC, as far as I'm concerned, right? I'm not missing that. Jack yeah. Against his no, only no. one, the contender series fight. Yep, that's correct. Was by KO in, in uh, round three. Good for him. But to your point, Shameless... You know, again, not a great UFC highlight betting machine, but Yusuf's not a slouch in the contender series. No, guy no is a way. Slouch. So, yeah, ex- um, exactly. Yeah, I maybe sprinkle on Shameless, but otherwise, pass. Yeah, well done. Uh, for me, this is interesting here. Jamie Malaki and Francisco Prado. I Malaki, I think, is set up for a win here. I think he is set up by the UFC for some success, man. I do. He's in his, you know, he's in his home country of Australia, and he's going against the guy in Prado that I don't know what to tell you, JB. He's 20 years old, all right, uh, which means he was a teenager last year, for those who aren't good at math, okay? He fought in a league called the Samurai Fight House, and that's where he spent um, the last, oh, I don't know, year or two of his career. So, look, when you talk about unproven, 
in terms of competition and unproven in terms of age, you have Francisco Prado, a 20-year-old who's never fought in a stage like this. He hasn't. And I think they're setting Jamie Malarkey up for a win, man. He had a tough fight against Michael Johnson his last fight. I don't know if he won that fight. Uh, but, hey, he came out on top. Split decision. Michael Johnson, that's that's an accomplishment. Before that, yeah, you fight Jalen Turner. You're probably going to get finished by Jalen Turner, and that's what happened. But, look, he stepped in the octagon with him. This level of competition is nowhere near Francisco Prado. And for that reason, I'm finding a way to take a stab at Jamie Malarkey. little too steep at minus 265, in my opinion. So, I don't know. Maybe I take Luma look boomy, parley with Jamie Malarkey. I don't know. What do you think, JB? Not a bad play. You got to do something here to parlay it. You don't take Jamie other thing besides straight win. Because, again, yeah. he could win by a split, right? I think you're right. He's going to win. But it's probably going to the cards, in my opinion. The only thing about Prado is 11-0, all by finish. And while I know nothing about Samurai Fight House, that does sound really fucking badass. So I'm probably going to stay away from this fight because I actually think Prado might be more dangerous than you think. To your point, this is a setup fight for Jamie to win in his home country. Crowd go nuts. Totally agree there. I just think Prado might be a bit of a problem for him. Uh, just for that, I'm taking Malaki by finish in rounds one or two. I will take Prado by finish in rounds one or two. Shooey. Oh, Shooey, Shooey. Don't even hesitate. Virtual handshake. The best Shooey bet I think I've ever made. All right. I like it. I like it. <laughs> yes. All right, we got Clinton Rodriguez uh, and Shannon Ross. I don't have anything on this, JB. I got no takes. I don't really care about the fight. Shannon Ross, if you're from Australia, you got to be careful with the nickname of the Turkish Delight. Come on, bro. At least represent properly. You're fighting in Perth. Uh, I don't got a take on this, JB. Neither of these guys uh, have fought much in the UFC. There's no real competition there. I got no take, no bets. Yeah, I take Rodriguez, but again, not at minus 325, going against mm. a, you know, country this is a pass for me rodriguez should finish him pretty early in my opinion but we'll see what happens okay all right uh here we go joshua kulabau versus melsic uh bagadasaran bagadasaran i'm pretty sure that's correct bagadasaran um yeah pick him i think uh this this should be fun kulabau is fun to watch and it's about he's gonna be all amped up fighting in australia so um my emotion Wants me to take Kulabau, but uh, if I were to take a pick here, I think it's going to be the other way. I think it's going to be the other way, and I don't know why. I don't know why, JB, but I'm not betting this because I'm not confident either way. Not even in a pick situation. No way. Uh, totally agree. I'm very excited to watch this fight. I will not be betting this fight, though. I think this yeah. is a legit coin flip. The line is correct. Um, I even looked at, you know, by decision, by KO, and nothing interests me here, so... Get your popcorn and try the fight, but don't bet it. For sure. For sure. And I actually feel the same way about this fight, man. Tyson Pedro going against Modestus Bukaskas. Bukaskas, yeah. Um, Tyson Pedro's been around for a while, man. He's been fighting for 10 years, I think, professionally. And mixed results. Mixed results. He did beat Paul Craig. Knocked him out back in 2017, JB. Did you know that? I did not, but now I don't like him. Ah, well, there you go. Well, he lost to uh, OSP, Ovin Zepru, and uh, Mauricio Shogun Rua, actually. Um, he's, I, I, I don't know what to say. Like, um, I think Tyson Pedro, look, if he was going to peak, it would have happened by now, in my opinion. 
Uh, Modesta's a little bit younger at 28 years of age. Um, I just think he's in a – it's – it's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm probably going to stay away from this. Modesta's Bukagas, I mean, he was – he was in the UFC, right? He was in the UFC um, for what? Three years, I think 2021. Right. And then he went back to cage warriors. So I don't, I don't, I, yeah, I don't know what to think. I don't know what to make of that. JP, you want to, you get, you get on a three fight losing streak in the UFC and then you go back down to the minors to get a couple wins. And now you're coming back up. I just don't have interest in this fight, to be honest, watch it. Won't bet it. Completely agree. Um, I had Tyson Pedro was way too juiced in my opinion for this fight. Yeah. But at the same point, Matestas. I looked at it and I was like, oh, this is Bukakis. I remember him. I don't think he had that good of a career in the UFC. And then I looked, I was like, oh, no, right. he'd actually not want to fight in the UFC. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is it for Modestas, is the only thing I'll say. So you get that, like, you know, man backed into a corner will literally go out swinging because if he loses this fight, his dreams of the UFC are done, right? He has I to lean that way. Absolutely. It's a good point, JB. I lean that way, man. I'm, I'm on there with you. And then the counter is Tyson Pedro country crowd's gonna be going nuts for him he's also got to kind of get a win here to keep his career relevant less than modesta as tyson prater loses this he's not gonna end up out of the ufc in my opinion um modestas will so i may sprinkle modestas by like ko just to see what that's at but otherwise staying away from this i'm just gonna enjoy the fight yeah 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 all right so now we're on I to think- the main card so let me uh yeah let me get to the second main card slide we have, and this is what happens when. You know, <laughs> we, oh, the text is a little bigger. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. You know, I was like, no, that one's sexier for the main card. <laughs> Love it. Hey, I like this main card, JP. I like it, man. You know, we, we got first Jimmy Crute and Alonzo Menafield. I'll tell you what. It's one of those situations where I'm pissed off that mobile betting is not yet legal in Massachusetts because I saw Alonzo Menafield on DraftKings at plus 190, 195. Uh, for quite some time. And I saw that. I said, okay, Jimmy Crute, like Jimmy Crute. However, I, I, I'm pretty high on Alonzo Metafield. It took me a while to get confidence in him, but his last couple fights, man, he's looked damn impressive. He really has, which is why I think he, he's fighting a guy like Jimmy Crute now. That's that's where he belongs, Alonzo Metafield. I do believe that. Um, I hate myself for not getting Alonzo Metafield at plus 195. I really do, really do. I think he's going to win this fight. I like him as a dog. I do. Jimmy Crute, uh, he had a tough, tough, tough injury. A doctor stoppage when he fought Anthony Smith, man. That was a nasty injury. And, you know, props to him. He's a, he's tough. He's tough. And to get knocked out by Jamal Hill after that, I think, he, you know, especially given what Jamal Hill has been able to do, it's like, all right. You know, the, the guy's not garbage. He's had a, a tough couple breaks recently, right? Um. Uh, he's a damn good fighter, man. He is. I, I'm, I'm going to go with the crowd, his nerves, and just the, I don't know, that pressure to bounce back. I'm going to bet on that all getting to his head. And Alonzo Menafield finding a way to eke this one out, man. I, I just, it, I don't think Jimmy Cruz getting finished. I don't. But I think Menafield is just going to find a way to win, man. It's just, it's my gut feel. So, do I take him at plus 160? I probably will. But, man, I wish I got him at plus 195. I like the take. Um, I'm actually on the crude side here, but not at his price. So I think Crute wins the fight, but I'm not willing to do 1.9 units to win one. I'm not doing that. So 
you said he's not going to get finished. Do you fight? Do you think this fight goes a dis- distance though? I think it will. I think it will, man. And I think yeah. Manafield's been made. I, I used to look at Manafield as, oh, round one KO, guys jacked. Look at him, right? But I mean, out, out of out of his last four fights, two of them went to decision. Um, you know, Ed Herman and William Knight. So he he can go the distance. It might always not always be pretty, but um, he can do it. He can do it. Uh, so I, I don't know. I like. I'm not. Su- I'm not gonna lie. I'm not super confident in this. It's just when you see a fighter that you've been following for a while and that you've liked, especially his last couple fights, and you see him at plus one ninety five against a guy who's lost his last two. I, I get excited for that. Do I think Crute's probably the more well rounded fighter? I do. I do. So this is kind. Of, it's kind of an emotional bet, JB. But I'm. I'm gonna stick with it. So if you're that confident in it going the distance, I would say you just do fight goes the distance because a yes of that is, did I read this wrong? Plus 300. Mm. So, so yeah, first I, of all, I'm not, I'm not confident it'll go the distance. I wouldn't be surprised if it did. Uh, plus 300. That's nice, man. That's nice. Hmm. Now, what I was suggesting was, again, if you – Think that you're not going to like this play. My play was take Menafield by KO at plus two twenty five. Take Crute uh, by KO at plus two fifteen, and gar- guarantee yourself that ten dollars. Guarantee yourself that, that <laughs> point one units. Just jack it up, you know. Each side you. unit management, wow. and you know, get yourself a nice little play. Or you know, you say fight goes. Uh, what's fight ends in uh, by KO? That's probably hmm. where they they fuck you over here, right? Where is? That? Yeah, I I would imagine yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, I can't find that right now. Fight ends by KO is minus one thirty-five. So no. Okay, so <laughs> you get the t- you know you get the point one unit play there, guys. I'm just telling you, it's math. It's math. There's a middle here. There's a middle Man. here. Hey, Jimmy Cruz's last eight fights have all been by finish. Whether it's him or his opponent, yeah. <laughs> if they've yeah. never went the distance. All right. Well, that explains that plus three hundred going the distance. All right. I'm looking forward to this fight, man. I think it's going to be good. I am going to emotionally uh, continue to ride the Alonzo Manafield train. Um, but we'll see. Not with a lot of confidence. Pure emotion. I just, like, you can make money by just betting both sides of that. So I'm not going to you. You go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead and do it. Fight goes to decision. <laughs> God damn. <it>. Oh, <laughs> your boy. Your boy. Justin Taffa versus Parker Porter. Parker Porter's your boy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> He's always been your boy. Um, this is interesting to see on a main card, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> That's when you said this is a good main card. I was like, mm, is no, it? I, I, look, I, th- I think I said I don't hate it, which I don't. This is entertaining. You got two tubs a lot going at it in the octagon. I think Justin Taffa, um, it's going to be fun because obviously – the dude's a fan favorite. Obviously, he's fun to watch. He's a mean motherfucker. I think uh, he got he got knocked out. Oh yeah, it was Jorgen De Castro. I can't get that out of my head, man. I can't. Jorgen De Castro. I just think is I've never liked him. Even though he's Fall River, dude's from Massachusetts. He's a local guy, but I just really I just didn't like watching him perform. Let's put it that way. All right. And to see him lose by knockout to Jorgen De Castro, I can't get that out of my head with Tafa. I've just I haven't been able to take him seriously after that. 
Um, so I don't know what to say about this fight. I honestly don't. To be honest, if you're going to give me Parker Porter at plus 110 as a slight dog, who I think, for the record, Parker Porter is not only more experienced, but he is a more well-rounded fighter than Justin Taffa. So if you're going to give him to me at plus 110, I'm not going to take him. I can't bet on this fight. I don't want to. I don't want to. But if I'm going to pick, I'm going with Parker Porter. Um, Parker Porter got his start. Or no, sorry, I shouldn't say get his start. He fought. Um, for the organization, we're going to see tomorrow night. He actually lost to someone at the exact location we're going to. Oh, wow. That someone happened to be John Jones. So just to put that in perspective what? there, Joey, that John <laughs> Jones fought in that arena that we're going to tomorrow. That Are has, you like, fucking like, kidding me? I shit you not. I'll pull up. I'll pull up the topology report on it. I think Jones KO'd him in round one, but it was in uh, Wilmington, Massachusetts at the Shriners Auditorium. It wasn't called wow. Combat FC back then. It was called something else. W- but, WCF uh, World Championship Fighting 2008. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Whoa. Wow. That's wild, man. So I have no um, take on this fight. I know Tafa's brother was supposed to fight, got pulled off the card. If it was a Tafa Tafa, I would actually put the brother bet in that I'd missed on the last uh, pay-per-view <laughs> that I bet, didn't bet on. Right. I'm going to go Parker Porter here for a small sprinkle only because we're going to Combat FC. We're going to where he got knocked out by John Jones. Sure. We at least owe a sprinkle on Parker Porter here, in my opinion. Yeah, look, I can back you on that. I like the logic. It doesn't actually make any sense, but I like it. I like it, and I get on board with it. And I think I'm going to tell you on that, JB. It's only right. You're going to be, like, going nuts tomorrow when you realize that, like, John's Bone Jones was in that arena, aren't you? I'm in the presence of greatness, bro. I don't care if I'm wilding out at a regional MMA event. I don't care. <laughs> what do we got next? Uh, what do we got next to you? All right, we got Randy Rudeboy versus uh, Jack Della Madalena. Have you, dude, have you seen this uh, Jack's last couple fights, man? The guy's legit. The guy's the real deal. Looks really good. And I think, I don't know, man. I th- I would expect maybe minus, anywhere between minus 250 and minus 300 for Jackson. Maybe it's a little over what I thought it would be. But Randy Brown, I just, uh, a super good athlete. I wasn't impressed in his last fight against Trinaldo. I know Trinaldo's a, a bull. He's tough as shit. But not only... Yeah, I don't know. He, he couldn't get him out of there, and I just think Jack is a dangerous guy. Who has? I mean, dude, this guy's got a future, man. I really, I really think that. So um, the only question here is, how do you parlay Jack Delamadalena? How do you parlay him in this event, right? Because uh, you know the guy's been knocking people out left and right. Kenny knocked Randy Brown out. He, he could, but Randy hasn't got finished his last three fights. Randy's pretty elusive. Um, so I don't know if I'm going to bet that Jack gets the KO. Could he? Yeah, absolutely. But I think I'm probably going to go the route of looking to parlay him. Now, the question is, who else? For some reason, I like Luma Lukbumi. I'm trying to squeeze her into a parlay, man. I really am. So a little Jack Luma action. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm not picking the dog on this one, JB. What about you? All right, so my first question is, is my audio sound okay to you? Because you were starting to sound a little choppy there, my friend. I'm not going to lie. All right. Yeah, your audio is good. Okay. Okay. Um, 
I don't disagree with anything you said. I do think uh, Randy Brown is a little bit more competition than people are trying to let on for him, but mm-hmm. it is Jack's fight. Parlay potentially out there. Take Jack. Take... Uh, I had this in my head. Jamie Malarkey. Take... Yeah. Luma Lubaki. And... Yeah, I think no, that, that looks good. That, that looks, looks good, good right there. Looks Three good. leg yeah. parlay. I like that. I like that yeah. a lot. So again, unless you're to parlay him, this is a stay away from me. But I think he's a potential parlay piece. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh, this is gonna be good, man. Yair Rodriguez versus Josh Emmett, and um, hmm, this is interesting. You can get Yair at plus one eighty and Josh Emmett at plus one fifty six. Double checking that that uh, can't be right, bro. Um, Yair, last time I checked, he was at minus 170. He was bouncing around between minus 150. I think that's the lowest I saw him at. And I think I saw him as high as minus 180 uh, on DraftKings. Yeah. Yeah. So the money's been coming in on Yair, and I get it. I get it. So I, dude, I like, I like Josh Emmett. I do. He's got, um, I don't know. He's kind of got a weird thing about him. He's kind of very soft spoken. It's like yeah, it's got a California thing going on, I think, with his, his accent. But the dude is old, man. He had that bad injury that he took. I think it was over a year. I can't remember how long, but he took some time off to get better from that. And he was in his mid-30s when it happened. So here you are. You find yourself desperately trying to make a run at the title. I think his win, his split decision win against Calvin Cato was – a little bit dicey, maybe. I don't know, by no means a robbery, but eh, super, super close. I I don't know. I think he's a little too predictable, Josh Emmett. I think he loves throwing that overhand right. You can see it coming a mile away. It hits like a motherfucker, and we've seen him knock people out big time. But I think Yair Rodriguez is not only younger at 30 years old, but I think this is a dude who's coming into his own. I don't look at that Brian Ortega fight as anything, really. But I think this is a guy super athletic, super dangerous, and super young, dude, compared to the 37-year-old Josh Emmett. So in summary, JB, I am concerned with Josh Emmett's age. I think he barely squeaked by Calvin Cater and is now finding himself at, you know, the top of the top, which I don't think at this age he can hang, bro. So – Am I super confident about that? Uh, not super confident, but I am considering Yair Rodriguez straight up. I liked him a lot at minus 150, man. I think it's just going to get higher from here. So still a chance I do it, Yair, straight up money line. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? I agree with anything. Pick his Yair. Not sure I'm going to bet it. Um, it's only going to be up by the time I get up to New Hampshire to bet it. It's probably going to be close yeah, to 200. 200, yeah, yeah. Potentially throw him in a parlay piece with the other fighters we talked about. Maybe. Um, but, again, I don't think you get too cute here with the finish or anything like that. I think you just take the area straight up. Emmett's good. I think this is Emmett's peaking too high at a certain point, though. My yeah. question for yeah. you is, this is for the interim featherweight championship. Yeah. Who was the featherweight champion? Um, why is it interim? Who is not holding their belt right now? Uh, now Volk happened? was so in featherweight he, at one point, right? 
Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he's still. Wait, is this interim featherweight? What? That, that's what Tapology is telling me. That doesn't make sense, though. That doesn't make sense. Did Volk have to give up his belt? No, there's been double champs before. No, absolutely. That's what he's going for. Double champ status. That can't be correct. Because that, that doesn't make any sense, bro. All right. Maybe it's a topology error. Topology, if this is uh, this is on you. On I you. don't think that's correct. Because, yeah, Volk is still running the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, let's move on to this next fight. I'm going to do a little research here and figure out what the hell. All is. right, go for it. Well, we got the main event, brother. We got the main event in Islam. Uh, Makachev versus Volk. Um, damn, dude, this line just keeps. So, minus 380 for Islam. Minus 380 for Islam. Is that is that fair? Is that fair? That's kind of bonkers, bro. That's Kind of bonkers. And I've heard a lot about Volk. Oh, he's moving up. We've seen them stand toe-to-toe. Yeah, I know there's a height disadvantage. I get it. But, dude, Volk used to be over 200 pounds when he was playing rugby. All right? So don't talk to me about the power of Islam being too much. I don't buy it, man. I don't buy it. Volk is Volk is a phenomenal athlete, dude. Phenomenal. And, uh, look... <laughs> Oh, another thing I keep hearing is, oh, Islam isn't Brian Ortega on the ground. You know, Brian Ortega. Brian Ortega is not a chump by any means on the ground. His sub game is not a joke by any means. And Volk made him look stupid. I mean, he had Volk supposedly several times in what Ortega would consider to be his best submissions. And Volk is just a dog, man. So, so here's, here's what I think, Jamie. If... If Islam wins, and if he wins convincingly, what I think is he is without a doubt the real deal, and it's going to be scary, his reign at the top. That's how I feel. Because, you know, Khabib, Khabib called this, right? He said Islam is going to be the next champion. Habib is not a guy who is like a hype machine or like tries to create buzz for fights. That's not, that's not Habib at all. Uh, he just speaks the truth. That's just, that's just how he is. So when he says something about Islam like that, it makes me think that it's true. So if Islam, you know, really just takes care of Volk here, then Islam is going to have a long-ass reign at the top. That's how I feel. However, however, if you were going to price Alexander Volkanovsky at plus 310, I'm sorry, man. He's that good of a fighter. He is that Good. Where I take him straight up money line and don't look back, man. What do you think? Uh, I agree with everything you said. So I am going to pick Volk here, and I'm going to bet him a couple different ways because I think it is severe disrespect. Islam does look Absolutely. amazing. Not, you know, he's what he did to Charles Oliveira was scary. That was scary. Yeah, impressive. It was. It was. It was. But to your point, after seeing Volk not tap into Brian Ortega's submission, where his legs were going, right? Like he was. He was going limp. Like you saw the legs move and he was a dead fish and he somehow snuck out of that. Mm-hmm. The smart play, if you're betting Islam, is probably to take him by sub, but not when he's facing Volk. So therefore, I don't think you should bet Islam and I don't think you should take him at minus 380. No way. Volk plus 310. I like it. 
I say also take a sprinkle on Volk by KO at plus 750. What would the storyline be here is if he knocks mm. out fucking Islam? <laughs> What's oh, that story going to be? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a huge hit to the ego, man. That is a reputation destroyer. If you get KO'd by the motherfucker moving up a weight class, man. Yeah, 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 for sure you've heard the shit about Islam wanting to stand toe-to-toe and knock out folk and keep yeah, it on no, the feet. No, 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 no. Yeah. Islam is a very scary wrestler and he's a very scary MMA competitor. You go toe-to-toe on a fist fight, Volk wins this. If there's no wrestling involved, Volk wins. Um, yeah. So I'm on Volk here. The question is, yeah. is Khabib in Islam's corner? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Bigger question. I, why why, why, is, why is, wouldn't is, he be? He's taking time off to spend time with his family. He said he's basically done oh. coaching. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did hear that. Um, Bigger yeah, question. Where's, where, where's the corner is not coaching, bro. Right? Where's, Hez, where's Hezbollah going to be in this thing? Oh, well, he's uh, – no, he'll be there. He will make an appearance. I guarantee we're going to see him on TV somehow. We know that he's already – did you see the fucking thing with him? What was it, a cake or, or some kind of food smeared in Volk's face? Did you see that? Yeah, that was from a couple. That was from a few years ago, I think. Oh, it's from years ago. All right. Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't care about that guy. I, 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 that that whole thing, the Hasbullah thing, it doesn't do anything for me. Maybe I thought it was kind of weird and cool and funny. Like, I don't know, the first time I saw it. But to make him like a thing that we need to keep looking at, he's actually a cocky douchebag. I'm not I'm mm-hmm. not here for that. I'm not cool. here for that. Broadcast team for this fight is Bisping, Cruz, and John Anik. Um, oh, I know. Really? Yeah, now I know why you don't get Joe Rogan. You don't get him out of states anymore, and I think he's in a little bit of trouble for what he said on his podcast, which we will not repeat on the air here. Um, why do they not just give us Joe Rogan, Bisping, and John Anik? I don't. I don't team. want DC. And I've, quite frankly, if they don't give us that dream team for the John Jones fight, if they let DC call the John Jones fight, shame on them. Give us that dream <laughs> team and see what happens because that because Michael Bisping was a fighter, but he's. Knows the sport better, honestly, in my opinion. Where he just calls the fight better. Um, and yeah, John Anik yeah. and Joe Rogan are just entertaining as fuck, so why not? I don't like Dominic Cruz on the mic, and I don't like DC on the mic. Nope, nope. And what you just said is actually, you nailed it, man. Because you want one of the three to be a former fighter who can break down in great detail techniques, strategies. That That's very well. I mean, if you have one of the three people that can do that, fantastic, right? Dominic Cruz, my God, I'd I'd rather listen to my friggin' grandmother. Like he he's just boring as shit. He's he's horrible. Um, DC, I don't know what else to say about DC. Like he, he there's got to be something for DC in the UFC, but don't put him on a table with a microphone in front of him for that long of a time period. Come on, spare us for Christ's sake. The guy, I mean, he sounds like an idiot very often, getting names wrong. Like he's just get him out of there. Bisping, he's perfect, man, because he brings that former fighter experience. He brings that level of detail that you can respect. The guy is pure gold on the mic. He is a talker, man, which is why he's got to be that guy. Put him aside, Joe Rogan and John Anik. That's the dream team. I don't know when they're going to fucking figure it out, man. I do not know when, but I want to see it. I really do. Last thing I'll say is there was a little bit of controversy with this that uh, Islam thinks that Dana White wasn't hyping the fight up enough. Um, you know, brought up power slap and he was more into power slap. Uh, maybe some truth to that. I didn't really get that vibe until Dana White decided this was the appropriate time to ha- announce the return in Conor McGregor. 
So again, I am a very big Conor McGregor fan, but Dana White literally fucking beats off to announcing Conor McGregor fighting the UFC. And why not? He prints some money. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt about it. You can't blame that. And actually, I do kind of agree with Islam, you know? I do kind of agree. There hasn't been much hype around this, or as much hype as there should be for something like this, because the reality is if Volk wins, we're talking GOAT status for his weight class. This is not something that people just do, you know? Uh, so, yeah, I, I agree. And I think the reasons uh, for Dana being occupied are, are pretty obvious at this point and well understood. <laughs> so, you know, what are you going to do? Deal with it. Yeah, today's stats. Um, I'm going to hold. I'm going to hold. January was oh, not yeah. good. Ooh. Ooh, January man. was not good. January was not good. Um, you, I think I shorted you 0.2 units. Uh, I don't know if anybody knows this about Joey, but he's like a guy that's like, you know, be there at 3.05. He shows up at 3.10. You should have a text. What's this? He's in 10 minutes too late. So I believe you're at 5.7 <laughs> units for January. And I, I apologize for, you know, not giving you that credit. But next time, maybe text me within the hour that I text you. All right, dude. Hey, I got to eat dinner, bro. Hey, don't stop. Stop misrepresenting my units, bro. Huh? You want to compare units? You want to compare units? Hey, here's the question. When do we get rid of 2022? I know you want to keep that 61 up there, but when do we get rid of that? 2024. Um, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Very man. quiet Feb for me. I haven't slung. I haven't slung a single parlay yet this month because I'll tell you that fight card, the UFC uh, APAC uh, fight card with the main card airing at 1 a.m. I'm sorry, man. That's when you got to draw the line and say garbage, you know, garbage. Not doing, not doing it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm proud of us both. Uh, neither one of us bet anything in February. Kind of easy to do when you don't have football, but that's going to be our lives for the foreseeable future. Normally right. you say, okay, well, there's nothing on. I got to bet this UFC fight. I wasn't going to bet it based off the fight card at all. Then I was like, oh, I mean, am I really just going like, to not bet? And then you texted me and was like, why is the main card on at like 3 a.m.? And I was like, yeah, fuck this. I'm going to bet. <laughs> exactly. That was all we needed to bail, and I'm happy we did, man. Good for us. All right, up oh, yeah. events here. So we got some big things happening here, Joey. So tomorrow, yes, Combat FC 3. Let's do it. Let's go. Front Cage row, brother. Side. Cage, Cage side. That's what I'm saying, dude. Let's With go. the special guest of the Karate Hottie. Oh, God damn you. Stop it. I actually forgot about it. I actually dude. forgot about it until you just said it. Dude, at least we don't got to listen to her. Uh, they better not broadcast. Oh, dude, I'm going to ask her to put on a Boston Bruce Bets hat. She's going to become Fuck our like, that. Sponsor. Do not put the merch on her. It's bad for the brand. <laughs> Very excited for this. Amateur fights. I was trying to count up the fucking fights, dude. There are a shit ton. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 fights, bro. Oh, so nice. We got a championship, <laughs> the championship fight for the vacant bantamweight belt. So uh, very right, excited. Right. Very excited for that. So I was getting pretty excited for this. I decided to go on Tapology and just search, you know, what's up going on in New England. Sure. Um, big CES guys. Unfortunately, CES is going to be on Foxwoods on March 18th. Can't justify right. going to a fight during March Madness all the way in Connecticut. Right. Sorry. Love you, CES, but not going to happen. Bad timing, I, man. It's just bad timing. And then I happened to see Encore a, uh, was going to oh, have a fight dude. the day before March Madness. And I'm like, hmm, I plan on going to Encore on the 16th. So now I could go to a fight the night before and just stay over and maybe gamble. This sounds like a win-win. So I click on what I had no idea was Combat Zone 79. 
I don't know if you remember the whole Dana White's looking for a fight series, but that's what this is. Oh, shit. Really? Like Dana White's going to be there. Calvin Cater is going to be there. Oh, okay. All right. All right, dude. That's a nice kickoff to Mosh Madness, brother. Cage site seats have been secured, so we will be there. You already, you already, you already got him, dude. When I saw, I was clicking <laughs> on it last night, and the tickets weren't available. I went back on this morning, tickets popped up. I was like, "Yep, cage side, thank you." Thank you. <laughs> ah, good move, brother. Good move. And then we got March Madness, and I, you know, so let's just kick it off with. I think, unless they fuck this up, Mass is gonna have mobile sports betting live Ooh. on March tenth. Yes, yes. No more oh, driving oh, to New Hampshire, betting dude, from the comfort month. of your couch. Oh. One month away. Let's go. Let's go. Perfect timing, man. So if that happens, March Madness just kind of opens up what we do. I know, I think we got potentially going to the Brook in New Hampshire. We'll be at the Brook in New Hampshire or win that if they don't pass this. Um, yeah. Still like to go to the Encore, check out their sports book. But maybe Banners, for those who don't know, Banners is an amazing sports bar right next to the Garden. Fantastic. Really good spot. Really good spot to watch a game. I don't know if you can reserve seats there jb oh but oh you, you can you can you can you motherfucker you motherfucker dude look at that lineup man this is gonna be a fun this is gonna be a fun match so march is gonna be a bit of a bender for your boys um yeah. you might get a podcast on 314 and then not one for six months depending on how that week goes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly this has potential to be brutal or yes. or your boys are coming back each plus 60 units up it's one yes. or the other no middle ground or this is just our full-time job, and we say, fuck the real life. That would be amazing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or you got to hear from us every day. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. All right. With that, Brooke, Winbet, all those people. Oh, we want to give us a little free, free setup. Give us a free setup here for March Madness. Absolutely. Come on. They get a table there. We'll bring the laptops. We'll bring the microphones. We'll bring everything. We'll bring the booze. You might get in trouble for that. But it's all right. It's all right. It's, it's a win-win. It's a win-win. Right. It's all right. <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts, my friend? Uh, it's good to be back. It's good to be back, man. Back on the saddle. Uh, I think we got to get some action, man. It's been a quiet month so far for good reason. Wow. You've had some off the grid action, you know, but it, it's been quiet for the brand. So I think, um, look, this is it's going to be a good weekend. Super Bowl, obviously a lot of action to get in on. That'll be fun. And I'm telling you, man, this UFC card is going to deliver. It's going to deliver. So I'm excited, bro. It is, and we'll see what next week brings. Um, next week, the main event is Santos versus uh, Aaron Blanchfield. So, decent, decent women. No, 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 decent women's MMA fight, man. I'm not. I, I'm gonna watch that. I will watch that. We'll see. We'll see how this weekend goes. We'll see how this weekend goes. Oh, we'll, yeah. uh, check that out. <laughs> check that out. But uh, yeah, good to be back. I'm very excited for this fight card. Very excited for the Super Bowl and. Let's get ready for March Madness. Let's get ready for that mobile sports betting. Let's get even ready for that point that we're talking on the show. And it's like, hey, Joey, look at this game. Oh, wait, let me bet it real quick while we're talking. Yeah. Oh, we're so close. We're so close. Jesus, man. Come on. Let's go. All right, man. Well, I got to follow these words more often. You're still following them. Stay positive. Stay positive, my man. Peace.